Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Before we get started, are you thinking of creating a podcast or are you a podcast host already? As a podcast strategist, I can help you to launch or relaunch a purposeful and profitable podcast, which will inspire, entertain and educate a global audience. Simply book in a one-to-one call with me right now via the Calendly link in the show notes and together we'll focus on the purpose of your podcast. Hello and welcome to my 34th Reflections and Observations episode, episode 220. I absolutely love these episodes as they give me the opportunity to listen back to all the conversations and reflect on what the guests have shared in each of them and see what value I gain from them, what have been my key takeaways, my learnings and more importantly, what will I do and who will I become as a result of listening into them? It is my intention for you to listen to these podcast conversations and to also reflect, then act. So from today onwards, my episodes, which I used to call Reflections and Observations, are now going to be renamed Reflections with Actions instead. Let me explain why. Reflection is an important practice as it enables you to observe, listen, feel, relate to the content that's being shared analyzing and interpreting the information, uncovering the relevant knowledge and seeing how it can be applied to your life, how it aids or affects your problem solving skills, how it challenges or supports your beliefs, your strengths, your values. It's what comes after reflection that is a really important part as reflection then moves into action. And this is when you can accomplish your purpose. So after 33 Reflections and Observations episodes, I believe it's time for a refresh, a rebrand. And so these episodes, as I said, will simply be known as Reflections with Actions. The effectiveness of your future is shaped by the actions you take after your reflections. So when listening to each Focus on Why episode, take the opportunity to reflect, to learn, to grow, and know that your life is being enriched by the story that each guest shares. When I was six years old, I used to play being a librarian, stamping my books and organising them into categories on my shelf. When I was 16, I was told, having filled out the lengthy careers questionnaire, that one of my ideal careers would be as a librarian. At the time, I recall not being that impressed. Other people had got lawyers, bankers, doctors and teachers. And the stereotype that I held at the time of a librarian was based on my limited experience and from a film, Ghostbusters, I think it was, where there was an averagely dressed, bespectacled old lady who spent 24-7 in a wooden, panelled, dark, lowly lit building surrounded by all these ancient books. This was not how I expected my high-flying career to be, so I dismissed that printout as being irrelevant, not relevant to me, for sure. However... How true was that prediction and credit to the algorithms of that questionnaire? Who was I to challenge the power of the computer of the 1990s? Now, 30 years later, aged 46, I am that averagely dressed, bespectacled librarian of the 21st century, surrounded by books and proud to be called that librarian who creates the stories of incredible people from across the world. 
Focus on Why is a living library of pioneers of purpose. Each episode is unique and will in some way encourage you to change your perspective, open your mind to possibilities and opportunities as you reimagine your future, giving you another unique opportunity to learn, to improve and to adapt your attitude to your decision making. I take my librarian duties seriously. My books are not only alphabetical on the shelves, I even have corresponding Excel spreadsheet to be able to sort them by author, category, format and source of recommendations. How true it is that your values show up early. I now notice my values. I follow them and I respect them. I trust and use my values as my compass to guide me in life. And in celebration of World Values Day last week, I released a double bill of value-centred episodes. In fact, all five of these conversations I'm sharing with you today focus on values. World Values Day this year had a theme of reconnecting to challenge you to think about your most important values and to act on them. The focus of reconnecting, not only reconnecting with yourself, but with the world around you by putting your values into action. As it is, by putting your values into action and reconnecting with all your stakeholders, you can change yourself, your organisation and the whole world for the better. This is the World Values Day call to action for this year. So reconnect with one another, reconnect with what matters, reconnect with your values to create a more understanding and compassionate world. What values are you going to be reconnecting with? So let's get back to my reflections with actions. What an incredible set of episodes to reflect and act upon today. Episode 215, Time for a Change with Shelley Bridgman. 216, Circle of Influence with Gordon Glanister. 217, Black Sheep Values with Brant Mensoir. 218, Community Values with Pip Thomas. And finally, 219, You Get Out What You Put In with Ashley Leeds. So first up is episode 215, Time for a Change with Shelley Bridgman, an episode which focused on choice, how despite how difficult life is, there is always hope to be found and how often your biggest struggle is your gift in life. This reflection was beautifully captured in the quote Shelley shared from 20th century French philosopher Albert Camus. In the midst of winter, I found there was within me an invincible summer. There is resilience, adversity and a warmth that emerges within these words. With the certainty of the seasons comes a certainty of the ability to not just survive, but thrive. That inner strength that drives you to achieve anything. Working with teenagers and young people who are self-harming, suicidal, struggling with their gender identity and finding that life has just got too difficult. Performance and transformational change coach Shelley Bridgman provides them with the tools of hope they need. Without the vocabulary to articulate what she was going through herself, Shelley knew from the age of five who she really was. Suppressing her feelings, they remained there, always nagging away, and it was decades later that Shelley was finally able to remove the mask and reveal her truth. Now Shelley explores the gifts that she has to help others to be true to themselves when it is time for a change. Shelley showcased her invincible summer in this episode, saying that her niche of work found her and just grew from a standing start from supporting a charity. And I noticed that the word or the phrase stand up features several times in Shelley's episode. From stand up comedy to standing up for what she believes in, Shelley went from stages of Edinburgh Festival, BBC sitcom and off Broadway 
to becoming one of the top two humorous speakers in Great Britain through a competition and then for standing up for the rights of thousands of lives. In 2019, after an 11-year fight against all odds, Shelley defeated the UK government and the European Court of Justice, impacting thousands of lives across Europe. Shelley stood up for what she believed in. She continues to stand up for what she believes in. She is in tune with her values, her vision, her purpose and her mission, and is a true advocate for values in action. She stood up for herself to speak, and giving herself a voice, she was able to then speak on behalf of others. And it all stemmed from her personal experience when, age 21, Shelley felt very isolated and became a Samaritan volunteer because she wanted to do more than listening. Now Shelley listens and she speaks, not afraid to speak out for what she believes is right. Shelley shares with me the belief that everyone is put on the planet to do something. Everyone has a reason for being here. And it is their unique responsibility, your unique responsibility, to find your calling, to find your purpose. Shelley is passionate about championing marginalised people. However, she's adamant that no one is going to change your life for you. That if you're looking for the answers, then you won't find them out there. That the answer is inside you all the time. Just as Camus said with his Invincible Summer, and just like Paolo Coelho's book, The Alchemist Showed You, your answers are to be found from within. Shelley shares a love for reading with me, always having several books on the go. However, she said that no one changes their mind from reading a book. Yet often a seed is planted from the words that you may read or you may hear. Books can show you just what's possible. Books can create a journey for you to take. However, it's your responsibility to take action to help you to change or open your mind to opportunities, to possibilities. The books are simply the tools. You have to use the tools to make things happen. Have you read The Alchemist? If you haven't, I won't spoil the book for you by saying that it's about life purpose or that the theme centres on your own destiny in life. Shelley spoke of her quest in life, just as The Alchemist speaks of your quest in life to discover your personal legend. Perhaps minds are changed from reading books after all. Is it time for a change in your life? Next up is episode 216, Circle of Influence, with Gordon Glenister. We were kindly introduced to one another by the wonderful Maria Franzoni. Her episode is coming out soon. And we were supposed to be talking about podcasting, which we did. But then very soon, our conversation moved across to Gordon's area of expertise, to influence. And before long, not only had we recorded this podcast, but I also had recorded a podcast with Gordon on his show. Now, before our conversation, just as I would never have described myself as a librarian, I would also have never really called myself an influencer. However, Gordon convinced me so much that I was, as a podcaster, I am an influencer. And he interviewed me for his podcast, Influencer Global Podcast. So as a global librarian, podcaster and influencer, I'm now adding more and more feathers to my ever-growing metaphorical cap. How as a thought leader can you become more influential and create a greater impact in your field? Specialist in membership and influencer marketing, published author, virtual keynote speaker and podcast host, Gordon can help you to become the go-to expert who chooses to make a difference and affect positive change on a global scale. He shows you as an influencer how you can transform lives by creating intentional directional change defined by and aligned with your values and your circle of influence. 
With his work, his membership and in his podcast, Gordon is shining a spotlight on the influencer marketing industry, where he interviews all sorts of brands and influencers and is running his own influencer marketing program to help consultants, coaches, entrepreneurs, speakers, executives become more influential and that go-to person in their niche. So what role does an influencer play in today's world? It's a multifaceted one and affects positive change in people's behavior through their trusted words. Everyone has influence in different ways. And if you think you don't or can't make a difference, then think again. It's always down to the words or actions of people that change is made. Every single person has the ability to do something incredible that will impact others. It's about being true to yourself, aligning your values with your work and surrounding yourself with people who support and lift you. The circle of influence that you find yourself in is therefore critical to you achieving what you desire. As a human, connection is not a nice to have. It's a necessity. You can't go it alone. Humans are not meant to be isolated from one another. We seek connection and purpose in life in a world where change is the only given. The circle of influence impacts you on so many levels. And it was Jim Rohn who said, you become the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Whether you are conscious of it or not, the influence of your circle will show up in your health, your attitude, your income, your conversation content, what you eat, how you talk, what you read, what you think, what you watch, how you dress, how you treat people. The list goes on. I spoke of the focus on why purpose pioneers earlier and of Coelho's The Alchemist. Your circle of influence is an alchemy of a different kind. If you seek the universal elixir of life, Yes, it is true that your answers are to be found within. However, sometimes it takes a mirror to be held up by others for you to see the true reflection of what is going on in your life. So stop and reflect on who are your five people. Who is in your current circle of influence? Are you happy with the company you're keeping? Do you need to make some changes to how much time you spend with people? Are you struggling to meet the goals you've set? Are you finding more resistance than you expected? Are those around you potentially holding you back? Do you need to move into a different circle of influence? Again, is it time for a change? Next up is a double celebration as I release two episodes on one day to celebrate World Values Day 2021, as they were both focused on values. First of the two, episode 217, Black Sheep Values with Brant Mensoir. Brant and I first spoke in December of 2020 after being introduced to one another by one of my, my other guests, Jeffrey Shaw, from episode 120, Both Sides of the Lens, with Jeffrey Shaw. Now, Jeffrey had said that he'd worked with Brant on his values and was a huge advocate of the Black Sheep Values process. Intrigued, I ordered Brant's book and within minutes of finishing it, I reached out to Brant. We had a fabulous conversation sharing many anecdotes around purpose and values and booked in the recording for February of 2021. But the recording didn't happen. And if you've listened to the episode, you will know why. Brant's son, after surviving a rare blood cancer, tragically lost his life to COVID in February this year. And naturally, the Focus on Why episode recording that we had planned was put on a long pause. And it's after many months that I'm thrilled to finally have recorded this episode with Brant as his black sheep values are fascinated, are fascinating and need to be shared widely. As a fellow core values activist, I told Brant that black sheep is the book I wish I'd written. I love the content, the concept and his delivery. So what makes a black sheep stand out and so special? What is the difference between your values, which are important and those which are simply non-negotiable? 
Brandt says you have to define these non-negotiable values because when you define them, you can activate them in your life. When you activate them, they become your purpose. Best-selling author, performance coach, motivational speaker, podcast host, and rock star, Brandt shares the difference between what is important and what is non-negotiable and shows you how to align your life to your values, to create your rules for life, and to appreciate that your why comes from your what and that you filter all your choices through your flock of black sheep values. In this reflection with action, I want to pick up on what is non-negotiable in your life. What is in your flock? Could you answer without any hesitation, what is non-negotiable for you? What do you make time for no matter what? It's not what is important to you, it's what you prioritise over everything or anything else. So take a moment to reflect now, and write them down and see what shows up. Are you living a life aligned to your non-negotiables or are you winging it, living on autopilot, living other people's values, violating yours and honouring theirs? Is it time to activate your values, deliberately putting them into action? See what happens when you make this conscious shift. Is it time for a change? The second episode to celebrate World Values Day is episode 218, Community Values with Pip Thomas. I've been working with Pip and her partner in business and life, Jules, for over a year now. In that time, I've become an NLP practitioner, a master practitioner in hypnosis and timeline therapy, a master practitioner in NLP and a master NLP coach. I've also learned how to deliver breakthrough sessions. And Pip has been an incredible mentor over the year to me and facilitated much reflection with action. Pip said that whatever you focus on will absolutely become your reality and where you put your energy, your focus will flow. So be mindful where you choose to put your energy and then just watch how many beautiful things can occur. Why do you do what you do? It's a question at the forefront of the minds of many people at various times in their lives. A question I ask every Focus on Why guest and one that almost all of them have a clear answer. For Pip Thomas, champion of change and behavioural flexibility, this was not so much a soul-searching question, but more of a self-observation, a reflection with action. Knowing that values are core to us, Pip aligns her values with her purpose, her why, to drive all that she chooses to do. Focused on performance development for individuals and businesses, Pip is unleashing people potential with the power of NLP, the power of community thinking and the power of community values. Having founded four businesses, for Pip, it's now about doing what brings her and her others around her joy and what makes her heart sing. Pip is ultimately focused on joy, the joy that others experience by having their moment and being able to see that there's more to life than where they are right now. The joy that, that brings her as being part of that journey with people, the joy she gets by feeling that she has added value to them. Finally, the joy that she gets by feeling aligned to what really drives and is important to her. I spoke earlier about holding up a mirror to see your reflection. Pip's role is to act as the mirror holding it in front of an individual or organisations and asking them to take a moment and look back at what they see and what they hear. How about you? What would happen if you held up a mirror? What would you see, feel, hear or think? What would you like to shift or change that will help you to reach a desired outcome? It's a really interesting exercise and one that has been reflected across from many Focus on Why episodes with guests such as Pete Lonton, Vicky O'Farrell, 
Michelle Mills-Porter, Leslie Thomas, Kim Hamer, Tanya Stirl, Mel Luizu, Catherine Morgan, Caroline Strawson, Peter Freeth, Claire Norwood, Jeanette Linfoot, Joe Atgar, now known as Joe Lightfoot, Tony J. Salimi, Stacia Keogh, Pieter Kruger, Rachel Peru, Jodie Harbert, Tim Schur, Sandro Forti, Kim Adele Platz and Sir Badminton of Bitcoin. All of them referred to a mirror and the different mirrors that are being held up in society today. And it was also referred to back in episode 66, Challenge Your Thinking with Marcus Kauke, who spoke of the ugly mirror that he holds up to clients to challenge their thinking, to explore the reality of what's going on. It's that classic saying that when we're in the frame, we can't see the picture. However, if we remove ourselves, then we can see. So what about holding up that mirror to reality today? What happens when you hold it up and take a moment to look at the real reflection that's held within its frame? What happens then is you can see exactly what's going on. It's difficult to hold up your own mirror. However, when someone else is there holding it for you, there's no escape or brushing the truths under the carpet. They're all out there in the open for you to see. More importantly, for you to see. For you to see the misalignment of your values right there in the reflection, together with the opportunity for you to take action. What a perfect example of a reflection with action. And my final reflection with action today is episode 219, You Get Out What You Put In with Ashley Leeds. Ashley and I met earlier this year on Linda Shaw's Neuroscience Professional Development Programme. Both of us were seeking to explore how neuroscience shows up in our personal and professional space. At the time, due to an anti-compete restriction, Ashley was forced to reinvent himself and to look for a different option to keep him busy and to serve others. Starting out in a new space after some reflection, he took action. He had to just go for it and he did. It's all about action. Purpose is all about taking action. Otherwise, you just remain in that limbo state of inaction, of fear, of indecision. Do you struggle to find the time to do stuff? Time is an infinite commodity. So why not cherish it and get the most out of every waking moment? This is what Ashley believes in and why he lives with his 15 minute concept right now. He cuts out the fluff and he gets to work where you need the help the most, helping you to overcome your obstacles and just go for it. With his boundless energy, his positivity and a zest for life, Ashley has been inspiring people for many years. He has over 30 years of sales experience, but with a grounding in the hospitality trade, he knows what great service is and always goes above and beyond when it comes to helping people. Ashley has an infectious attitude which enables his clients to hit their targets and personal goals, as well as helping them to get the business that they desire. Helping people to get the most from their working life enables them to more time to do the things that they love and do what gives them that fire in the belly. So what gives Ashley his fire in the belly? Music. Music alongside fundraising and volunteering. During lockdown, Ashley played his guitar during a daily gig and hosted a 24-hour open mic raising much-needed funds for Click Sergeant. He's also a volunteer puppy raiser with Guide Dogs UK. How cool is that? And we spoke about how lockdown had affected the socialisation of dogs and how that this has led to dogs very sadly being withdrawn from the Guide Dog programme. One of the many side effects of covid It was interesting, I was actually talking with a friend this weekend about how a toddler he knows finds it really difficult to socialise. They're terrified to meet other people because their whole world for them in those formative months had only been mum and dad for months on end. And I do wonder how many other ripple effects have been caused from COVID that we don't yet know. 
Ashley also spoke about looking up and looking down in life, each of us having differing perspectives. What I'm focusing on here is about looking straight ahead and behind us, literally. Because when I asked Ashley about what was behind him on the walls of his shed, or also known as his executive home office, he replied, oh, only my life, Amy. With a variety of guitars carefully positioned on the wall, ready to play at a moment's notice, frame images of beautiful Labrador guide dogs and bookshelves with a selection of books and photographs of loved fo family members. His background illustrated a variety of key clues as to what Ashley values most in life. Indeed, having heard him share his why on this show, it really is his whole life behind him, which is on show for the world to see when he's online, that is. And this led me to reflect on what we reveal about ourselves when we show up online, how much we value how we appear when we show up and what people can observe from us and what we share with them. And it goes back to that adage that first impressions count and that within just seven seconds, someone has a solid impression of who you are. Apparently, some research even suggests that it's a mere tenth of a second for people to start determining traits in us, such as trustworthiness. Now, we've all been online for just over 19 months now since a global lockdown forced us to communicate through the power of the Internet. And yet it still astounds me just how people are showing up on their calls. Myself, I've gone through an evolution of changing my background and how I appear on screen. Despite predominantly showing up in auditory and written forms of communication on social media and through the podcast, all my recordings are actually recorded with video. And all my speaking presentations that I've done are obviously via video. So I take great pride with how I present myself online. I take as much care as if I were to be in the room. I used to cover my background and, and I, with a bigger green screen sheet and have professional branding of Focus on Why flanking each shoulder. So when I appeared on Zoom, I used to get a lot of positive comments on how professional I looked. However, I would often get annoyed when the sun shone through my windows, immediately interrupting the projected image, which would flicker and distract me and the person I'm speaking to. And the seamlessness of my presentation was broken in that moment. My branding was weakened. Some platforms did not support the green screen, so I would have to manually unhook the curtain in between calls so I would not be sitting in front of the bright green curtain, a kind of reverse Wizard of Oz scenario, you could say. And now I love the sun more than I loved my green screen, and I was not prepared to block out the sun by drawing my curtains. So now I just have my actual background. My desk is positioned off-centre near the large windows of my home office and next to a large sofa with lots of cushions and a large throw, which during the day my husband or children will come in and plonk themselves on for a quick chat. I also have a large ring light in front of me, which hovers slightly above me, ensuring that I'm well lit. I have two beautiful orchids to my right-hand side of the desk and a large monitor sits in front of me behind my laptop screen. My dog sits lying at my feet all day and you can't see any of these but what you can see is that I have a large potted houseplant to the left behind me it's a ficus or ficus I, I don't know how to say the word that was gifted to me by my father back in 2014 when he moved to France and I filled one side of the sliding wardrobe behind me with all the personal development and business books that I love to reference during my days spent mentoring coaching and podcasting you can also see a handful of frame certificates, 
Currently, I have a letter from 10 Downing Street for being a games maker, my PSA election to become a professional member, and my master coach certificate from this summer. What sits center pride of joy amongst everything on my bookshelf, which is really prominent behind you, is a framed silver audiogram of the trader of Focus on Why, which my husband did for me for celebrating 100 episodes last year. I get a lot of wonderful comments on how natural, welcoming and professional my background and setup is. And this is great because it reflects who I am and how I choose to be perceived online. So when on a call, I often wonder what is out of my sight lines, imagining the space expanding much further around the other person who I'm speaking with. And I start to fill in the gaps of what's not shown. But looking at what is on show, I will often comment on something that's caught my eye and in doing so instigates many curious conversations. It's a window into the world of others, a world that 19 months ago we would never have been privy to and now has become a part of our daily lives. In fact, many people have become unstuck from what has been on full view in their Zoom calls or on TV interviews, curious books, questionable DVDs or certain or certain personal items have been left visible on the shelves behind people creating embarrassment, debate or controversies. What you show behind you on video says a lot about who you are, what's important to you and why you do what you do. My final reflection with action today is therefore a highly practical one. Go check out your online setup. How good do you look online? I mean, really, how good do you look? Could it be improved? A slight tweak or created background differently somehow? And perhaps would a better light indeed show you in a better light? Thank you for listening to Focus on Why with me, Amy Rowlandson. To show your appreciation and to help other listeners understand what value you have received from tuning in today, please leave me an Apple Podcasts five-star review. Remember, the conversation doesn't end here. To keep it going, connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook or Twitter or join the inspiring, uplifting and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. All the links are in the show notes. Have a purpose, have a plan, Focus on Why.